Happy birthday, Frank. Thank you. How old are you now? 27. I'm 27 oh, years old. I'll be 30 in, in this year. In one year, I will have been not 18, like not a legal adult. Right, wait. What are you trying to say? <laughs> wait, wait, I'll figure, I'll figure it out. This is why I started recording already. But uh, um, in one year, I will be, or I will have been a legal adult for, for 10, 10 years. years. Okay. I see what you're trying to say. I don't see how that's important, but okay. I don't know. As important as anything else around here. It's true. What is important? Also, I, uh, so, you know how people, like, I was thinking about this as I was taking a shower. You know how people, uh, sometimes fuck <laughs> the phrases? The, how people sometimes what phrases? Fuck up phrases. Like, you, yeah. you know Ricky from Trailer Park Boys? Like, how he says every saying Yeah, yeah, wrong. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I, Ricky's the shit, man. Yeah, I thought of one. And I can't use it because I don't want to look like an idiot. And that is... So I just have to explain it. It is, I'm going to go for the juggler on this one. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Juggler. Uh, how's your day been, Trev? Uh, it's been hectic. Um, it's like been kind of raining off and on here. And then like when it's not raining, it's like 85 degrees. And then when it is raining, it's like... 65 70 degrees so like that's the weather just weather. and that's basically like fluctuation through one day just all in one day um, nice. so trying to take my kid try to take my kid to the park while my wife was at work today try to get her get some energy out of her because we've had rain like every day this week so she's got a lot of pent-up energy she's trying to yeah. get out i mean being a toddler is it's a struggle, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I struggled with that a little bit. Went and picked my wife up from work. Had um, had a shitload of traffic to deal with. You know, just the regular fun New York stuff. Nice. Uh, so we should should we kick this off? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, welcome to Mission Objective. Dun da da dun. That's our new theme song now. Where awesome. we look at old games in a new light. I'm still going with that. I sure. think that's fine. I'm Frank. I'm Ian. Trevor. <laughs> he died. Is me. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor is I. Trevor, Trevor is, me. is me. And today, we're talking about our experiences with Shinobi on PS2, mm. which uh, was a perennial classic uh, for me because I really enjoyed it. One of my favorite PS2 games. And I realized, just kind of tipping my hand here, only half the game is good. <laughs> Frank, I have some things to say about this one. Go for it. Um, so, I this was not a perennial classic for me. I had never played it before. And in fact, I have heard very little of this game before playing it. Uh, other than the fact that I knew it was difficult, I knew next to nothing about it. Now, starting to play it, say the first, I think there's eight stages in this game, roughly, yes. with like some sub stages in, in, in the middle. Um, uh, there's a lot of boss fights. Um, some of them are just relentless. Um, and this is like one of those games that, uh, so, you know, like the Dark Souls genre exists now. 
um, where like the, there's just these brutal, brutally difficult combat-based games out there uh, that are that people are playing and have a strong following. Um, and this game kind of reminded me of just like that brutal, just it's brutally difficult just to be difficult. Like mm. it's a it's a hard game. Um, but I think you're right that the beginning, I'd say the first four stages are are pretty solid. I yeah, thought. like that. That's what I was thinking. Like that, that. My experience was the first four stages. They're all great. I even like even stage four. It has its annoying moments, but like the moth boss is pretty easy once you figure it out. But it's an entertaining battle because you have to go vertical for once. Right. And the, the fighting against the fire ninja guy, I just enjoyed that because it's the first real like ninja opponent instead of just some big thing. I know we have Maritsune in level two, but that's barely a boss. Yeah, stage five was where I felt the game kind of dipped, started to dip. It had like all these water areas and you couldn't go in the water or else like you died because you couldn't yeah. swim or something like that. That really yeah. pissed me off. That uh, was when I started saves coming. That was one of those things that like you don't see as much now, but it's like the blatantly obvious game design trope, right? So like you can't go here. Uh, because the this is how we're gonna design this level, right? We're gonna guide you through these areas, um, yeah, and we're, yeah. So like, it's just like old older level design that's not really used as much as it used to, and it was just so like obvious in stage five, and it sucks because stage one through four were so so good. They were still difficult, and they did have their downfalls, but stage five like really started to show uh, the age of the game started to show quite a bit for me. It feels like an obstacle course game, you know what I mean? Where it's like you just need to know the, the timing of everything and you, you can play it the same way every time. I guess that's the only comparison I would draw between it and Dark Souls just because, to me, the games feel actually very different. Oh, yeah, they're different, but... Oh, yeah, for sure. My problem with the difficulty of this difficulty. game is the same problem that I have with the difficulty in Dark Souls in mm -hmm. that it's difficult until you know exactly what to do. And right. then it's really simple. Right. Every boss, uh, and it gets worse as the game goes on because the bosses get harder, so you have to use this, t this technique more and more. Ironically enough, the only technique you have that is the, an expansion of your abilities is the one that you have to lean on the hardest, and that is powering up the sword by killing enemies. Mm -hmm. The later bosses in the game, you have to absolutely do that or else they will just kill you outright. Especially on level 6. Like, the blind samurai in the water, in the what's basically a trailer, mm -hmm. and then the evil demon robot. Those two <laughs> bosses are terrible. Yeah. Like, you know, they, there's really only one good way to beat them, and you need to do exactly that. I think I had more problems with the blind samurai boss than any other boss in this game, mm -hmm. just because that was a collision of... The style of boss difficulty where it's just charge your sword and stab the guy. Combine that with the fact that I couldn't touch the floor or else he would use his spammy uh, sword slash attack that would mm -hmm. do damage and basically kill me instantly. Combine that with the fact there's, that there's all these enemies shooting lasers at me and I'm fighting the controls because it's su and the camera because it's such an enclosed space. Right. Yeah, that was like... When I first started playing the game, it reminded me a lot of Sonic Adventure. Um, I'm not sure. Did you guys ever play Sonic Adventure 2? Not uh, really. I love I Sonic Adventure 2, actually. Okay. Did you notice that, like, the games seemed 
somewhat similar. And not like the first that. the first boss is like the helicopter yeah. and right. it shoots like the missiles and stuff. It has like the same attack patterns as the Sonic Adventure 2 helicopter. And like the game feels like Sonic Adventure 2 without the homing attack to me. Like the the movement is about as fluid as Sonic Adventure 2. And like a lot of the animations and just the graphic style kind of reminds me of that. And yeah, that's without... not an outlandish thing to say because it was made by Overworks, who is a Sega studio responsible for Sonic Adventure, I do believe, and Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, which ran mm-hmm. on the Sonic Adventure engine. So I wouldn't be surprised if this game is running on that engine too. Yeah, that would be interesting. Did you guys play Neo at no, all? No, I did not. No. I wanted PS4 to, but it, I kind of forgot about it. Um, so there was a lot, like in terms of style and kind of design and actually difficulty and, and it, it reminded me a lot of neo and that like neo is really kind of like fo- like these boss battles are really the height of like neo as a game mm-hmm. um like a lot of the in- like the level design in neo is really good don't get me wrong but like the boss fights are pretty substantial i did feel like that's kind of what they were going for in this game for the ps2 um I feel like the the boss battles were supposed to be like memorable moments for this game. Um, they don't hold up as well. Like I'm sure uh, Shinobi back when it came out um, probably felt a lot better to play, and the I boss don't... battles probably felt a little bit more substantial than they do now. But I'm not sure. I don't know if that's true because I looked up the reviews just for kicks, and it got like sixes and sevens. Mm. Yeah, I looked them part. up too. Yeah. And I can understand why after playing through the whole game. By the way, how far did you guys make it? I made it toward the end of stage six. Yeah, I only made it to stage three. I got to stage eight two, uh, died, accidentally mashed uh, save state instead of load state, and then I was like, you know what? There's not enough time in life mm. to redo this shit. Because it was another stage where instead of water, it's just pits but where you could instantly die if you made a wrong move. And then I went and looked up what the what you had to do for the final boss, which is every time he like he teleports around, he has a few spells that he tosses at you that you basically just have to ninja dodge or else he'll fry your life bar. You have to hit him once, and then he will just teleport away. Do that like five times, he gets a health bar, and then you do what you did for the past five bosses, which is wait for enough enemies to be summoned, charge your sword to red, kill them in one hit. Mm. So, I think that's the the problem, is that this game is designed in an old-school way. And I don't mean in a PlayStation 2 old-school way. I mean this game is designed exactly how Shinobi on Genesis is designed. You have, these are your abilities, this is only what you can do, we're not adding to that at all, go through eight stages, kill these bosses, the game's done. You know, and I don't really have a problem with that in concept, but the thing I liked about the Genesis Shinobi is that, like, the gameplay feels so much tighter in 2D. That's kind of the thing that, I don't want to say it bugged me about Shinobi, but 3D games in general, I always have a hard time with. And I think it's just because, like, I'm so used to 2D games, I guess, like the and the um, the simplicity of 2D games usually makes it so you can execute, like, crazy things. Like, you don't have to be as aware of much. Like, the, the Blind Samurai boss is a perfect example of, like, because you're playing in 3D, 
there are enemies behind you that you can't see, and as a result, you don't have total awareness of what's going on. Yeah, that boss was so annoying, I wanted a rear-view mirror. Yeah, whereas in, uh, in a 2D game, you can see the whole map, you know what I mean? Unless it's... Unless the game is designed in some weird way that gives, like obscures your vision or take, hides things from you. But like on a 2D game, you have more awareness. And I feel like that's like ninja games should always... Nah, this is a hot take. Ninja games should always be 2D because of that reason. <laughs> I think Ninja Gaiden handles camera angles really well. Just just to to go out and say that. Like I think yeah. some of the earlier Ninja Gaiden games handled uh, those camera angles significantly better than Shinobi did. Didn't, yeah. uh, didn't Ninja Gaiden, like... I, I remember there was a lot of fixed angles... Specifically yeah, for that reason, Devil May Cry does the same thing, and you could say right. that's a side effect of Devil May Cry being a Resident Evil game that mm -hmm. just got ended up being a different product, but fixed camera angles are a better way to handle it, or having this big pulled-out camera to where you can see everything right. where you're working. A lot of Shinobi's problem, with, at least with the camera, is that you are always behind Hatsuma. Yeah. Always, 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 and the only thing that they give you to really fix that, like, well, they're not always behind him. If you, you can walk into the camera. And the only thing they give you to fix that is they do give you a quick snap the camera back behind him button. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really help me when I, like, I'm having situ situational awareness problems. Right, exactly. And, um... I do, I do kind of disagree with you, at least in terms of saying that Shinobi on Genesis controls better. Mm, yeah. Because I don't, like, that game feels super stiff and weird to me. Gotcha. But See, I've also been playing Shinobi on PS2 since I was, like, 10. Yeah. And Shinobi on PS2 feels super stiff and weird to me. Oh, like, it 100% does. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and my, my problem... There are games where, like, you get your abilities, that's your lot, and then you go you go use those abilities to beat the bosses, and then the game's over. Mm -hmm. Then that's fun. There, there are games that do that just fine. My problem with Shinobi is that either your ability set isn't big enough, there, there's no block. Just absolutely at all. And it's really annoying when you're fighting, like, Ageha, the ninja chick, mm -hmm. who it turns out she was the one who released the evil demon guy because she wanted her boyfriend back. Mm. Great, uh, real, real progressive plot there, guys. But um, when you're fighting her, she has the ninja, like, she has all, all your powers. She can throw shuriken, she has the ninja dodge. She also has a dive kick. She can block. She has all these strings that she can do. And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, I should be able to do these things. Yeah. I shouldn't just have one one just have the one combo that ends in a sword slash that takes nine years to come out. Right. That, yeah. That's so slow that I have to cancel it with a dodge, or else I get really annoyed. Yeah. And that back to what I was saying, like there there are games where like you get have a limited set of stuff, and you can play the game and it's fine. But the pro one of the, my issues with Shinobi is that how you beat the bosses and how you beat the levels is so restrictive even within that set of things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't count the number of times that having shurikens was just meaningless. Mm -hmm. Or, like, the later, the later ninja bosses are kind of annoying because, like, you're supposed to be able to just dodge around and stab. They kind of take that away from you because they're dodging around as well. Mm -hmm. And I guess, like, that's part of the, you know, get good, whatever, but, like... When your solution to getting good at the bosses in this game is to ignore the actual boss entirely and kill all the mooks so you can one-hit the boss, that's yeah. not a good boss design. And well, that happens, like, stage six onward. That's how you play this game. Yeah. 
But I think that that's the core, like that's the core gameplay element, and literally that's all they have you practice is run around and kill these enemies as quickly as possible, and then get to your target and hit them. Like it's all about being able to move and control your character in the stage, right? Like at least that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm, I, you're right, and I, I really want to play. This game actually has a sequel, mm -hmm. which uh, I have never touched. It's called Nightshade, and one of the thoughts that I had when I was playing Shinobi is it would be cool if one of the things that I had to do is, like, if I stabbed an enemy in the air, I would get, like, a dodge back. Because you kind of do, but mm -hmm. it's very half-assed. Like, sometimes you don't. Yeah. If I could get, like, my air mobility back and then move on to the next enemy. Right. I know night, that's one of the things you do in Nightshade. Like, you yeah. have to. That's their new hot mechanic, which, whether that comes out to a more balanced space in terms of what you want they want you to do and a more fun space mm -hmm. remains to be seen but I, I would really want to check it out not necessarily on this show but just as a thing that i do yeah so i, I guess i want to get the only thing you know like i, I kind of want to touch on uh left is the story what do you guys think of that um i thought it was like super stereotypical kind of japanese ninja game yeah, it's the uh, most anime, especially if you're playing in English and not Japanese. Like right. it just sounds like a really bad '90s OVA, like Ninja Scroll or some shit. <laughs> I probably insulted some people there. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. It's like it's like Naruto filler level. Of <laughs> oh man, <laughs> level of bad. Yeah, I I was not into it. Did not give like that was not the aspect of the game that one that had me like coming back and intrigued to keep playing it i guess it's a good po point to talk about what we liked about the game for me what this game has always been defined as uh by is a character that looks fucking cool mm -hmm. like he has the big scarf that follows you around that was a cool innovation i thought like in terms of making your movement have visual distinction even though your powers are limited they do feel cool like the, the stealth dash stuff that all feels nice and the I, the graphics, though simplistic, I do feel like they have a pretty good cyberpunk feel to them. It's like Fuel Japan type of thing. Yeah. Although that does tend to collapse in some levels, especially level six just looks like Tekken Force, like one of the <laughs> Tekken Force games. Yeah. Or not not Tekken Force, but whatever that uh, Devil Jin was. One yeah, was. yeah. Um, but the soundtrack to this game is awesome. It is a bunch of kind of Japanese-inspired techno tracks, and honestly, you would be hard-pressed to find a bad one in the bunch, and they don't reuse any of them, which I really like. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they reuse a couple boss themes, and that's fine. Like, the Demon Lord theme, mm -hmm. which is, like, the four of the bosses are the Demon Lords. Every other boss gets their own theme. Every uh, level gets its own theme, except, I think, maybe one. But... You know, really happy with the soundtrack of this one. It does not have the act razor problem of being repetitive. Yeah. Although there is one track that's garbage, and that is when you're fighting the giant demon mech thing in level six. Yeah, I, the things I liked about the game, uh, I thought the combat, especially for like that era, uh, was pretty good. Um, I I didn't feel like it was super button mashy. Um, I I felt like there's quite a bit of strategy to it in the moment-to-moment -moment stuff, especially in the first half of the game. And I actually felt like the combat was quite rewarding in the first four stages. Um, I didn't feel like anything was super unfair. 
again talking about the first half of the game i think like everything really started to dip in the fifth and sixth stage and that's why i didn't finish the game the sixth stage was just not like the sixth stage even like design wise like looks of it like did not look good no it, it honestly that it feels like that got farmed out to interns or something mm-hmm. like or a B team. it didn't match like it didn't match like the game like I don't think it went like with the world, like the setting of the game. I just didn't. I felt like it was like that whole stage was like out of place. Like the boss fights weren't good. The the enemy encounters weren't great. Um, the level design was subpar, and just like the environments and textures were just bad. Yeah, stage six is probably in terms of in terms of bad boss fights and bad everything that you just listed, like just incongruousness. Stage six is an outlier. Like honestly, if they just ejected it from the game, the game would be better off for it. Uh, some of stage eight, like the the whole jumping over open pits thing, and you can die instantly and go back to the start of the stage thing that stage eight two has going on is crap. I hate that level design, mm. especially in a game where it's like, Oh, you have to do the whole stage again. And I understand that's, you know, again, that's an old game thing. Like, Ninja Gaiden is like that. And I mean the old 2D ones. Ironically enough, this game doesn't use Shinobi's, Shinobi on uh, Genesis's life system. It instead does the Ninja Gaiden thing of you can die as many times as you need to. You'll just get pushed back to either the start of the boss fight or the start of the level. Yeah. Which, you know, that that is the one welcome respite that I did enjoy. Although some of those stages really need checkpoints, which is a thing that Nightshade does, apparently. It feels like a really good set of ideas for those first four stages. They just couldn't bring it to a full-fledged game. Even a game that is honestly as short as this one. Like, it's a pretty short set if you're good at it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Ian, what do you got? Um, I guess I didn't really enjoy the game for the gameplay reasons that I listed where it just didn't feel as tight as I need a ninja game to be. And to kind of expand on that, I never really felt like a ninja while playing the game. Um, I if I spent a lot more time at it and like just ran like knew how, how to like speed run through all the levels, it would probably scratch that itch. But at no point did I feel like I was doing anything particularly cool. And in my mind, ninja games should be about doing crazy like wall run, wall jump, like just I don't know, doing crazy styly things. And in the game, you really don't have many style moves and the style moves you do have like when you combo enemies and you know there's like the the cut scene where like he she's a sword and they all blow up oh yeah the tates yeah the the titties just weren't <laughs> that like they just weren't it's they too, weren't big enough yeah exactly the 3d animation kind of ruined it for me like if I don't know. It, it just didn't look as cool as it needed to. It also doesn't help that a lot of the times those tend to bug out and leave you staring at Hatsuma's, like, abs or yeah. something. Yeah. Unless that was intentional, I don't know. Could but... be. Could be. But, yeah, so, like, aesthetically, the game was very dark, and so the levels, to me, even though there were different elements in them, like, the game world is pretty much the same. Um, it's no... It's no Super Mario World when it comes to level uh, variety or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it, the game just wasn't my speed. Like, I, I understand it. Even a game like Dark Souls, which is dark throughout, has a lot of interesting, like, different levels and places to go. Um, I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting game, but what it is is an obstacle course. And if I'm going to play an obstacle course game, 
I'd rather play it in a 2D realm. Like, I would, I would just rather play like a 2D platformer, like 2D Shinobi. It, an interesting thing that I noticed, uh, or at least not really noticed, but like, mm -hmm. an interesting thing for me that has been just throughout my years there, I, I would be hard-pressed to find a game that gets me drawn into it as hard as that first level. When you see stage 1A and you pan around and the game starts and you have that first level track mm -hmm. and you're just running around and you figure out the stealth dodge thing. Like, that, that first level is still sublime. Yeah. I really enjoy it. And honestly, that's the first level of Shinobi on Genesis for me, too. The only difference is that this game is able to keep me uh, held for four stages mm -hmm. as opposed to Shinobi on Genesis where I stop caring after stage one. Gotcha. Because <laughs> the controls get really bad and I get a feel for how the boss fights are going to go. Mm -hmm. um, uh, did you guys have anything else? I do have one aside that I want to go into. Uh, like, I don't, I don't mean anything that you like. There's a few more things I want to say, but... I mean, I, th I felt like the reviews for the game were pretty on point. Um, I felt like if this game was like... If, the, if it kept with, you know, the first four stages throughout the game, like you had mentioned earlier, I feel like this would have been a substan you know, like significantly better game. Um, but I felt like it, like that dip really um, kind of soiled the experience for me, to be well, completely honest. So, <laughs> uh, but I, I did feel like it was still a pretty good game. Like, I had a good time with it. I didn't I didn't think it was a bad game by any means. Uh, I didn't have, like, a bad time with it. Yeah. I, I also think, like, I'm trying to figure out where it would fit, because I know we've said it controls good for a product of its era, but we also have to remember that, you know, the first couple God of War games were out, uh, at around this era, if not this time. Um, we had Devil May Cry already. But I do think that those games kind of fit in different niches as opposed to this as opposed to this game, at least the first I agree with you. of this game. Mm -hmm. I agree uh, with you on that. Honestly, this game starts sucking as soon as it kind of locks down its openness. Like, mm -hmm. if you think back to the, the first four levels, all feel really open, and one, one thing I do have to note, Atsuma can survive stepping in lava with only one missing health point, but can't survive water. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's why I to that's totally why I mentioned that because I was like, this is just typical game game design level design to try to guide you through where they want you to go mm -hmm. by telling you you can't go here because he can't swim. And I do kind of wonder how the how the development of this game went because if you look at it, that that split. At level 4 to level 5 is hard enough to where I can totally see the first four levels getting done by the A-team. Then it getting handed off and being like, hey guys, finish this. Because also, that's when the boss strategy kind of takes a nosedive. But that could also just be them not having enough of a concept to be able to extend it to 8 stages. But one, one thing I do need to rant about is the fact that I can't... I still own this game on disc. I didn't play it on disc. I played it on an emulator. But the fact that I can't take that disc and stick it into my PS4 and play it is just a travesty. Especially given all of the Xbox original on Xbox One stuff that they're doing now. Yeah. And Microsoft has way less incentive to do that. Right. Because of the architecture differences between the two platforms. And how weird the Xbox is. Whereas Sony has had the ability to emulate at least the PlayStation 1 perfectly. I can't help but think that they have an emulator for PS2 stuff. They're just choosing not to...
put it on the console essentially to instead just sell classics and upmasters and shit. Mm, yeah, that wouldn't make sense though. But like from a business perspective, if they can sell the games again, why would you give the ability? Like, why would you give someone the ability to play the game they already have? Because it would make me want to use my fucking console. Right. Yeah. But you're. Yeah. Like the you know they they might sell me on. You know, buying Katamari Damacy on PS3, mm-hmm. which sure, whatever. They might sell me on that, but the fact that, and also the fact that I can't get all those games that I bought on PS3 onto my PS4 in a playable state, mm-hmm. like especially all the arcade titles, is kind of inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And you know, no, they, dude, they might... there's there's PlayStation Now where you can stream your fucking PlayStation <laughs> 3 games at a terrible quality. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's their solution. Interesting. And honestly, I'm I'm fine. We're not fine, but I'm more understanding of not having PS3, PS4 to PS3 backwards compatibility again due to architecture differences. But those arcade titles that basically run encapsulated, at least that's how Microsoft does it. I don't know about Sony, but like mm-hmm. those arcade titles that run like essentially in a wrapper should be playable. Like, the, the ones that aren't all that taxing on the system. I don't know, I might be talking out of my ass there. It's just really annoying, and they might get me to spend an extra 20 bucks on games that I already bought, but they're going to lose out when I don't buy their next console. Right. So, that's my rant. Good rant. It was a good <laughs> one, I agree. Yeah. But, uh, are we about ready to put the tin hat on Shinobi? Yeah. So, did yeah. you know that that expression... Comes from like in World War One or maybe two, like they would usually the helmet was like the last thing they would put on, and so like and a, and a name for the helmet was the tin hat, and so putting the tin hat on something was like putting the last thing on it. That's where the expression came. Obviously, you can kind of surmise from the expression what it means. And I couldn't really. Well, you can surmise that it means I was ready to close it off, but right. Yeah, that's interesting. I know. I just. Have been saying it ever since we watched that one old ass episode of Doctor Who. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that Shinobi on PS2, everybody. It uh, is. I think that as far as games that we've covered, I well, I don't know how. Like, if we were to rank these, we didn't like Act Racer, we didn't like Secret of Mana, we barely liked uh, Super Mario RPG. I liked it, to be fair. I I liked it too. I just. The, the later games do that stuff better. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I agree. But I, I think I still think like even after Shinobi, I, I think that's still my favorite one that we've played. Ah, okay. Actraiser has been my favorite game out of all of them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I mine's still Shinobi just because I don't think that's nostalgia talking, but like right. I, I don't know. Fifty percent of the game's good. Even Super Mario RPG kind of feels like the bottom falls out. But you know, we already covered that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we playing next? Is the question. Mass Effect. <laughs> Can I add a game? Um, I want... Yeah, we, do, we King- don't have the list, but yeah, if you want to add one. I want to play a Kingdom Hearts game. Dude, let's play Kingdom Hearts 1, because that is actually yeah. on my list to play. Let's play it. I want right. to play Kingdom Hearts. Decided. Frank? Okay. <laughs> I feel like Frank's going to jump off a cliff. I, uh, I hate... I hate Kingdom Hearts, uh, full confession time. And it's not that I hate the games. Like, I don't like the Final Fantasy. Yeah, I don't like the people that play them. That's uh, honestly. Like. 
I don't like Weeaboos. And, like, for, somehow Kingdom Hearts, it, even though it's half U.S. properties, is the most Weeaboo shit on the face of the Oh, world. yeah. It's like, it's like if you were to take... It, it's like the Disney version of those Looney Tunes hip-hop shirts. Yeah, that's Except nice instead one, of yeah. Looney Tunes and hip-hop, it's Disney and Final Fantasy. Yeah. And so I don't really like Final it, Fantasy. What I think... Say again, Trev? I said, but they steer into it, and it's great. Yeah. Um, what I think is kind of funny about Kingdom Hearts is, like, it's totally for weeaboos, and I imagine that, like, Japanese people who are into American pop culture feel, like, the same way. Where it's, like, it's hitting both the weeaboo side of things and the... Ameriboo side of things. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it'd be Asia... Asia... I don't know. But, uh, like yeah. Like, I feel like Kingdom Hearts hits that really weird fandom sweet spot that's just appealing to all, all types. But yeah, I definitely want to play through Kingdom Hearts, so like I'd be down to play that as the game. Well, you guys already said that's what you want, so I can't really overrule you. Technically, you could suggest something else that might entice us away. I could, but I also don't really have anything all that good, and I was thinking about playing another PS2 game. Gotcha. You know, that fits that category at least. Fucking (laughs) Deviant Art the Video Game. I feel like this is a good time to play it too, though. With all the Kingdom Hearts 3 hype going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3, 165 divided by 2 over Netscape Navigator, whatever the hell. Yeah. So here's yeah, the question. Yeah. Let's play Dot Hack Sign, folks. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. So I got. So recently I homebrewed my 3DS and I actually put Project X Zone, X Zone on it, which is like a Namco, Bandai, Capcom crossover tactics game. Yeah, it's the sequel to uh, Namco across Capcom. Yeah, yeah. That has the coolest uh, image of the guy from Dig Dug ever. Yeah. <laughs> in it. Doesn't but, surprise me. Yeah, he's an absolute badass. But anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah, and the opening cinematic, it had some of the characters from Dot Hack. And I actually am kind of interested in playing that game. Like, it's something that a friend of mine had when I was growing up, and I never really knew what it was. It's just an RPG, right? Like. Yeah, it's... A- it's an RPG. It's supposed to feel like an MMO because that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's these are people. It's sword art MMO. online. It's a set. Yeah, the whole the, the anime and the story. Like it's essentially sword art online. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I wasn't super into it. I know that Minerva had all. Like my friend Minerva had all of those games growing up, and then lost all of them, and mm. she's very angry about that because those games are apparently worth money now. Mm. But. I never really played it, so I'd be willing to look into that at some point. We can still take your Kingdom Hearts suggestion, though, because they're honestly both going to be the same level of weeaboo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something, something about the the Sora fighting against the Heartless, talking to various disaffected Final Fantasy characters, and then that fucking simple and clean song that's worse than the What Can I Do For You Today song from Final Fantasy X-2. Then, like, I played the game, and I I, I played the game on PS2, because um, my sister had, like, the pa- two-pack of Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I played the first one for, I think, like, 15 minutes, and then I was like, this is crap. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think I went back to Shinobi. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so I've got a couple questions. Moving into the Kingdom Hearts thing, let's have, a, like, a pre-Kingdom Hearts conversation. Sure, you. I've already told you how, like, my experience with it. What platforms are... 
uh, can I play Kingdom Hearts on? Like, I know I can emulate it, but is there any other platform? Like, can I buy a game that plays on the PS4 or the PS3 that has Kingdom yeah. Hearts on it? They did release a compilation of Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 on the PS4. Gotcha. And does it also have 2.8, or is it... I believe there's a compilation with 1 and 2, mm-hmm. and then there's another compilation of all, like, the side ones. Gotcha. Uh, with, I like, might actually have to pick that up, then. I wish okay. I knew someone that was trying to sell a PS4 so I could get Kingdom Hearts and also Digimon Hackers or Digimon Story Hackers Memory. Do you want to just take the thing? <laughs> like literally, I don't like I I want to play I'll have the itch to play Gundam Versus at some point mm-hmm. and then I will borrow it from you again, but like we can just pass this thing back and forth if we have PS4 stuff that we want to play cuz be an interesting concept. I haven't turned that thing on in months. It's just sitting there looking at me. Yeah. But so yeah, what... I think I think Kingdom Hearts is going to be fun to play. I haven't played it since I haven't actually played it since it came out. Um, and I'm like, it's been actually a really long time since I've played a Kingdom Hearts game. I think the last one I played was um, Dream Drop Distance. Oh and yeah, on 3DS. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to get into the original because it was like, like I remember it being like a really awesome. Like I I remember enjoying that game thoroughly. Yeah. Whenever I played it originally, so I'm I'm so, kind of excited. Cool. Me, yeah, me too. So the furthest I've gotten in that game is like where you pick, like your they give you like a sword, a staff, and a shield, and you pick two of the three I think to be good with. Mm-hmm. Is that an important decision? Because like, you know what? I can't quite remember in the first one. It um, must not be. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it. It's anything that's going to, like, make or break your experience l- later in the game. Gotcha. Because, I, like, I, had, I was faced with that decision, and I was like, wow, I don't know what to pick. And uh, then, like, I, I picked, like, sword and staff, and I was like, man, I'm probably going reg- to regret not getting a shield. And uh, I can't remember. But I, I don't think I, like, played much after that. But, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably have to emulate this game just because I don't really want to spend any money on new games right now. And, uh, actually, I'm... The next game I buy is probably going to be the 30th anniversary collection of Street Fighter. And then, uh... <laughs> it's funny, like, as uh, we, we, we talk about uh, Street Fighter anniversary and whether or not I'm going to get it. Ian's getting it because it's on Switch, but I don't have a Switch, and I I can play Third Strike on so many different uh, things mm-hmm. at this point, and all those games, that it's kind of pointless for me, unless I just want to go out and play against people who haven't played Third Strike yet. Right. And, you know, actually have some fun online on Third Strike instead of just getting bodied repeatedly. That being said, I was saying to Danny uh, after you got in your car, like, I don't want to p- spend, like, the 30 bucks or however much that uh, collection costs. I really hope it's not full price. I think it's 40 Yeah, it's, it's still it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't want to spend the $40, but I will spend $600 so I can play it on my arcade machine. Right. <laughs> But that's a totally different experience. I yeah, think. it is. And but uh, I think in it, terms of buying a game, buying games, I uh, bought God of War and was oh. playing through that um, kind of simultaneously with Shinobi. Finished God of War. It's fantastic. It's a great game. Is, cool. Yeah, it's worth. Is it worth picking up? I've been thinking about it. Dude, one hundred percent. I fucking loved it. Like, do I need really, to have really played the game. other ones? Because while I technically like can play all no. of them. You don't. So there's like some good like Easter eggs and there's good like callbacks to the other three. The plot of this one is just so far away 
distanced from those games that um, you're not going to be like sitting there scratching your head on what's going on uh, because you hadn't uh, played God of War one through three recently. Um, and I think like, and I, <laughs> I was like really into this game actually when I started playing it, like when I was playing it, I was like super obsessed with it. Uh, started doing, I actually shameless plug here, wrote a retrospective uh, for God of War uh, one t- like the whole franchise leading into the substantial change in um, this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like just going back and looking at the previous games and this one and how much everything has changed and like the development process and like uh, just looking at God of War as a franchise as a whole and how it evolved, like I thoroughly enjoyed everything about it. Like that whole experience kind of like took over like at least a week or maybe even two of my like all my gaming time so yeah i i think like if you're even thinking about it or on the fence like you want you wouldn't regret picking it up and playing it at all mm, i may take a look at it uh, another th- other thing that like just as an aside that has bugged me about the ps4 is like there are games that i could play on it like i, I really want to play yakuza zero mm, yeah hey yakuza zero but there is no point for uh, for me to buy it used on PS4 because it's still like forty bucks, mm. and I could probably pick it up on a Steam sale or like, you know, Green Man Gaming or some shit for cheaper. Yeah. Like I just have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. But I, when, when you're buying used console games, nothing goes below like thirty dollars anymore, which is really annoying to me. <laughs> to be fair, I, being able to flip games go on sale. Pick shit up for fifteen dollars. Yeah. What was that, Trev? Games go on sale significantly, like newer games go on sale significantly more often than they used to, in my opinion. Like I see, like I mean, at least brick and mortar stores like Best Buy and GameStop, etc. Uh, these games, like I saw, like two months after Wolfenstein Two and Evil Within Two and Shadow of War and all those came out, like these games were thirty dollars and under, hmm. um, brand new. So maybe like, it's just the shit that I'm looking for. But like yeah, I, I still can't get Yakuza at anything cheaper than thirty-five bucks, forty bucks, yeah. something like that. I will, I will say that something I do appreciate about the PlayStation, like about Sony and, and PlayStation, is like as everything on the Microsoft side is moving towards play your games on Xbox and also play uh, on PC. We really don't have anything exclusive to our consoles, yeah. and therefore you don't have a reason to buy it. Um, Sony is still making games like like God of War and Horizon and. You know, games like that that are like you have to play them on PS4 and I, the I new Spider-Man. I do have game. to play that on my PS4. I was literally like, thinking, like, I'm gonna pick that up on PC. Now that's a first-party title, son. So I guess I will be using the PS4 potentially <laughs> yeah, until to play, I forget to get God of War to play Digimon all. Story Hacker's Memory. Yeah, they, the the second one actually, because <laughs> they made two. The Digimon, yeah, no, Hacker's Memory is the second oh, one. Okay, then shit. The Sony's on Cyber Sleuth. With single player games, and I don't know, I'm a big fan of single player games. So like, you know, like those, um, like single player experiences, whether they be story oriented um, or not, I, I appreciate that those are still like a really big focus of theirs. Yeah. We should. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take this opportunity since we're already kind of doing it. Like, in this show, we should talk about like what we've been playing aside from the game that we're talking about, and also what we're looking forward to. Yeah, and uh, for me, game like games that I've been playing, um, I don't really have much. But like I started just for kicks because uh, I 
brought my old hacked Wii over to my girlfriend's place and you look at me I've got a girlfriend <laughs> my, I brought, hang on I brought my hacked Wii over to my girlfriend's place <laughs> and I gotta now clip this microphone back there um there we go uh so I brought I brought it over there and like you know she's just sitting on the couch knitting and I was like, okay, uh, I don't really feel like watching anything. I'm going to check out what's on this week. Booted up Advance Wars 2 again mm -hmm. and just started going through the campaign. Forgot how good that game was. Yeah, it's so good. You forgot how good Advance Wars was. How could was. you forget that, I did, man? I, it's I so good. I didn't forget how good the game is, but there's a difference between having like remembering a game's really good and actually playing it. Like when we, uh, Ian and I, went to the arcade and beat Super Mario World. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, that was super fun. But, you know, like, the, we know that Super Mario World's a good game. But mm -hmm. then when we were playing it, we were reminded, this is a really good fucking game. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's you, you, the experience versus the memory is very different. Mm. But, yeah, I forgot how that game's super good. As far as stuff I'm looking forward to, new Gundam Breaker all the way. Gonna be picking that up on PC. Gonna be making all them robots. Gonna be enjoying some, honestly, not that great combat, but I'm making all them robots, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my other my other suggestion to put up on the big board, uh, as far as the list goes, was going to be Armored Core Three, but I don't know if we want to play another super difficult game from my childhood that kind of forces you into. I, I guess uh, the Armored Core space is way more open in terms of what you can do because there's you know you build the mech and there's all these different options, but I don't know that would be a fun one to look at at some point. You know, we're doing, we're doing Kingdom Hearts definitely, but that would be a fun one to look at at some point. Mm -hmm. Right. I've actually played more video games in the last week than I have probably within the last month. Damn. Um, yeah, so I, firm, I, I installed custom firmware on my 3DS um, on May 13th, I think. And since then, I put 10 hours into Etrian Odyssey 5, which is Ooh. a Japanese dungeon crawler. Yeah, and it's, it's like the perfect game to just press the A button repeatedly on while also watching anime. And so, like, I've been I've been doing that, and that's been pretty fun. And then also, I've I've dipped my toe into uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six uh, Siege a couple oh, times within the one. last couple weeks, and I really enjoy that game. It's just I'm not good at it, and I hate getting my ass kicked by other people, and so I usually don't play it. But I've got uh, my brother and some of his friends have been playing it, so I've played that a couple times. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah, but the 3DS, I, I've. Ever since putting the custom firmware on my 3DS and like taking it with me to work, I remember why I like this console. Like the 3DS has a huge library of some great games, and like it's a very uh, it's a very well put together console. Like um, when it comes to just the software that's available for it, well, unless you buy a 2DS. <laughs> yeah, but like um, I don't know. Like I was I wanted to see how many hours I put in Etrian Odyssey, and it's got like a nice activity log that shows all your all your games. I've got a bunch of stuff installed on it. And because I have custom firmware, I have like a custom theme. I don't know. It's just a good, it's a good piece of gaming hardware. Yeah, it's really portable too, man. Like that, that's probably like the easiest console to take with me. Oh yeah, like it, it's just so easy to like throw in your pocket, take it out on a train, or yep. something like that. It's just so portable. Yeah, I've got the 3DS XL, and I also have the new 3DS, like the the smaller one that they yeah. have only done limited releases of. And I'm thinking about buying one of the new 2DS XLs because if you have custom firmware on the new 2DS and 3DSs, you can actually like stream content, like you can stream your gameplay to a computer. Wireless oh, really? Yeah, and I've been thinking about doing that. 
But that's um, cool. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I have the thing is like I prefer playing on the XL because the controls are just more comfortable. But I like mm -hmm. the portability of the regular th new 3DS more. But like whenever I have it, I don't really want to play on it just because of the uh, of the form factor. Do you got faceplates on that? Yeah, I have the, the factory ones that came with it. It's the black New Super Mario Bros. edition. So I had the white New Super Mario nice. Bros. edition, and I uh, actually got my faceplate signed by Grant Kirkhope and Davide Soliani when I went to this um, big like release thing for Mario Plus Rabbids, right? Dude, that's um, awesome. And, I, and they weren't supposed to be there. Uh-huh. Uh, but they like showed up. That's um, awesome. It was, it was here in New York City, and like they were like signing autographs and shit. And the only thing I had with me was my 3DS. Ah. And I was like, "Dude, can you guys sign this?" And they signed it, and I was pretty happy about it. So that was that's a cool story about my 3DS. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, yeah, not a bad thing to get signed. No, for sure. Um, and I guess I I already talked about God of War and what I was playing, um, and. I will mention, like, I have jumped back into Persona 5. Oh, yeah. And just completely forgot how much of a fucking investment that game is. <laughs> I have oh never played a Persona game. Oh, they're Aside so good. Aside from the fighting it, edition, which doesn't really count. Yeah. It's, it's the most Japanese game. Yeah. Um, it's just so Japanese, but it is so good. Like, it is a very, like, hardcore JRPG in, like, every sense. They, like, take... Like it's almost as if they take like every good JRPG mechanic and put it like and utilize it really well in Persona games. Um, I've only played three, four, and five. I haven't played one and two, um, but I, I think four is my favorite. Then five, then three. Um, but I've I'm a huge I'm like having a lot of fun with five because I I got like halfway through it the first time I played it, didn't finish it, was like, man, I really want to go back and finish the game. I actually started it over mm -hmm. um and like since i knew like how to approach everything and like what skills to increase when and what like um confidants to progress with during certain portions of the first half of that game you know, i am like smooth sailing mm. for like the perfect like kind of character build going into the second half nice I'm pretty happy with that. I've also even been playing, like, uh, on my Switch, I've been playing Bayonetta. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I, w I wanted to go ahead and, and replay Bayonetta, and I actually never played Bayonetta 2, and they came in, like, this bundle, so I got them. Um, and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. So okay, nice. I, give, me some, give me some words on Tropical Freeze, because I've been thinking about picking that up. Oh, dude, it's so good. Like, it is just such... A superb platformer mm -hmm. it's 2d but the way they use 3d space like is just so good like so well done like so the level like you know that you know donkey kong has you shooting from barrels and um some like these minecart levels and right and shit like that um the way these are utilized here in tropical freeze hands down like the best I've ever seen in a Donkey Kong game. And actually I put it up there with like one of my favorite platformers period. Like tropical freeze is so good. Um, uh, so for example, like a lot of people hate on these minecart levels um, and tropical spree freeze specifically, but I actually like really enjoy them um, mm -hmm. because of the way they use like 
the way they tra- the way that you traverse the levels with these and and the soundtrack is really fucking good like every everything about this game is so good like it is a really really solid modern platformer um absolutely love it so if like you're on the fence about it or if you like even liked previous donkey kong games then you would thoroughly enjoy this one they added funky kong to yeah. the mix Dude, um, new funky mode is the and is like the new and knuckles meme and i love it <laughs> Dude, so everyone was talking about uh, talking about this as like the easy mode, right? This is easy mode for Donkey Kong because this was like um, well known as like one of the harder Donkey, like probably the hardest Donkey Kong game ever made. Um, and everyone's like, oh, so they made an easy mode when they released this. You can be Funky Kong and like you get an extra heart and you get to traverse these levels quicker and do this. But if you don't look at it that way, it's just like such a different way to play the game because this character like actually like floats through these levels. You can get on these like really um, – it makes the – the platforming is so much more fast paced, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Donkey Kong is typically a slower platformer, right? You can, yeah. it kind of like there's never been a time limit on any Donkey Kong level, like if, as far as I can recall. Um, the they're kind of meant to be like explored, right? Right. Um, uh, the way Funky Kong, uh, like that character approaches these levels, just like a, it like completely revamps the way you play the game. Um, and the way the level's done, like you will go and traverse this level significantly faster. Like you don't stop and smell the roses if you're playing with Funky Kong. Funky gotcha. Kong, you put together like Funky these nice. Kong fuck around. No, he doesn't. You you could <laughs> string together like these re- like this really strong combination of like um, of, of platforming, and it ends up being really well uh, well done and like pretty cohesive. Cool. And interestingly enough, it sounds like. I know we, you made the Knuckles joke, but it honestly does sound like the Knuckles lock-on for Sonic 2, except you said well done, so I guess not quite. <laughs> the Knuckles. You know how if you put uh, Sonic 2 on top of Sonic and Knuckles, it's Sonic 2 and Knuckles? Yeah. Oh, like you say lock-on? Yeah, lock-on okay, technology. The, the, okay, okay. If you are to play Tropical Freeze, have you ever played Tropical Freeze before? No. So if you've never played it before, I would recommend going into funky mode and playing as Donkey Kong because you get one extra heart. I believe two hearts is not enough for this game. It just makes it a little bit too difficult to like enjoy sometimes. Like some of those, it can just be like a little bit frustrating. You'll enjoy it a lot more with that one extra heart. That's the only difference. It gives you three hearts instead of two. Gotcha. Um, but you also get to enjoy the game how it was originally designed mm-hmm. without Funky Kong. But if you if you like the original, I played. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze a little bit, never finished it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm playing it the original way with the two hearts, and just because I like punishing platformers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I like that they added the option uh, of playing Funky Mode with three hearts with Donkey Kong and not just Funky Kong. You see yeah. what I'm saying? It realized one thing just now, like we were talking about how, like, I always feel like you always end up with, like, as far as, like, DS's and Game Boys go, you always end up with, like, six of them for some reason. Yeah, so there was an interesting statistic that was quoted that, um, I can't remember where it was at, it was some Nintendo person, and they were talking about, like, will you ever stop making the DS's, and he was like, well, the thing with the DS is someone that owns one is also likely to own, like, three. And I don't know exactly why that is, but I think because the DS price point is low 
and because they release so many versions um, that like people just tend to end up with multiple copies of that console. That's interesting. I always used mine until it broke. Like I had, even when the DS Lite came out, I still had my old mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> VCR-esque yeah. original DS until the R button just stopped working. Which yeah. is because I gave it to my brother. For some reason, every single console he uses, the R button would just stop working. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but uh, the thought that I had is if I do get one of those 3DSs off of you, I can play the new Metroid game that came out on yeah. that, and I, I've been itching to play that. I forgot it came out, so I might actually do that now, because I have a weird urge. I think it's after using your Switch at the arcade, but I have a weird urge to play something portably, Yeah, just not the Switch, because I don't have one, and also the the left Joy-Con does not do it for me Yeah, in terms of having a D-pad. Yeah. Although eventually, once that thing's hacked up, I will buy a Switch and get it tricked out the way I want it to. But yeah, I feel like the Switch is probably my favorite video game console in theory, and probably in practice as well. Um, it's just I don't use it as much because I don't have a lot of games for it. Like um, the games that I want to play, like the fighting games and stuff, are things that I can't play without having a fighting stick plugged in. Yeah, and as a result, it has to be I have to be in my room, and if I'm in my in my room, I'm on my PC. So there's a there's some trade-offs there, but like overall, I think it's a great it's a great console in theory, and uh, when you're out, even better. Like the yeah, I love the Switch. I, I agree. I think it's my favorite like console right yeah. now. It's it's doing stuff that others aren't, and it actually does it really well. Like it works better than I expected it to. Yeah. the The best place to use a Switch, I still think, is when you're on an airplane. Like having a having like Zelda on an airplane, like three D Zelda on an airplane is amazing. Great time. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. It is really the only console that's differentiated itself from being a PC. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's leaning into that so hard that uh, you know the the Xbox might as well just be a cheap PC that plays games exclusively. Yep. The PS4 is the PS4, and it has its exclusives. But once you get past that, you can get everything on PC. So the Switch is the only thing that's doing something unique. Yep. Even though part of the reason why I want one is once it's hacked, I'll be able to use all these emulators like my PC. So, right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, we're about ready to close this one out, unless anyone has any closing thoughts. Oh. So, uh, all set. All right. So next, uh, next time we will be taking a look at uh, Kingdom Hearts... One? Yeah, yeah, the first one, right? Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1 on PS2 and just talking about our experiences with that and we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. See ya.